Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. The one that everybody wants, me. This is my idol. You're going to acknowledge me. All right, everybody, guys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the SmackDown Review with Mike and John right here on the WWE Podcast. As always, I'm one of the hosts here, Michael Ritter. You can find me on Twitter at Michael5Ritter and on Instagram at MichaelRitter5, also the host of the Football Function Podcast, available on all of your podcasting platforms, including the one that you're listening to this show on. Joining me on today's episode, the Go Home Show for WrestleMania. John Carrasco, at Big Speaker on Twitter. That's B-I-G-G underscore speaker. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. appreciate you for giving me this shout-out and everything like that. But I am definitely excited for this weekend, man. Definitely ready for tomorrow and everything like that. I know you got big plans and everything. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get this thing popping. Yeah, I'm... I'm so excited, I couldn't even contain it. I just had to let it all out, and <laughs> that happened a little bit before the show, obviously. Just to kind of give you guys a little bit little bit of a disclaimer, you're going to have to bear with me here. I ate some wings a little bit earlier. Kind of made my stomach feel a little bit upset, I guess you can say. And um, I was on the struggle bus a little bit before we started recording here, but I'm all right. I'm good to go. Big day tomorrow. Got to drive from, I guess, the northwest the Texas Panhandle areas where we live, all the way to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's only about a five-and-a-half-hour drive, give or take. It's not going to be that long, so we're going to be able to leave around, you know, like 9, 10 a.m. and still get there at a decent time. Before the show starts, definitely, you know, a lot easier than some people. We know someone in the Discord server had to drive like 900 miles or something like that. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, that's even nothing. You know, people are coming from all over the world. To show up to WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. that's kind of what I have to do tomorrow is, you know, drive there. So we do have a little bit of things to get situated. 
But nonetheless, I wanted to hop on here and talk about the SmackDown with my buddy John. So, anything you have to say? Anything that you want to, you know, get off your chest here before we officially dive in? Well, I mean, not too much, but I mean, I did kind of want to plug this, uh, you know, like the new SmackDown tier that we have for our Patreon members and everything like that. That was actually pretty cool. You know, it's definitely like a little step up, I guess you could say, but... I mean, definitely check that out if you're interested in everything. You definitely got some perks, benefits that come with it. So, yeah, Patreons, if you need that next level up tier, hop on. Anybody new following, it's a plus, let me tell you that. Yeah, like for the for the people who just want a little bit more, you know, that's kind of how it is. Like once you start podcasting, for example, you know, like you get all the basic equipment that you need kind of to try to save mm-hmm. a little bit of money. And then as you do it, you realize, ooh, I could get you know a little bit of an upgrade here or there. And you kind of just get a little bit you know more comfortable in the setting. And that's kind of how it is with the podcast. Once you, you know subscribe to Patreon for a couple months, you're like, yeah, you know, I want to do a little bit more. Let me subscribe up to that uh, $5 SmackDown tier and get a little bit more benefits. So good little plug there for Matt and everything he has going on here on the WWE podcast. But... We do have a pretty jam-packed show here, obviously, the go-home show here that took place on April 1st, 2022 uh, in Dallas, Texas, the American Airlines Arena. This was the official go-home show, like I just said, so that's definitely, you know, usually newsworthy things happen. They usually don't like to disappoint because it's the last thing you see before a pay-per-view, much less WrestleMania. But not only do we have to cover this episode of SmackDown, we're also going to go through and give our quick predictions for each match on the WrestleMania card. So basically, you know, it's going to, you know, be a little jam-packed episode. So it might seem like we're rushing through, maybe not just kind of, just, you know, to kind of make it seem like we could fit it all here in this episode. But either way, we're going to go ahead and dive in here. Segment one of this episode of SmackDown. And it started with the Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal. I'm a fan of keeping this off the WrestleMania card. It is basically like a WrestleMania season type thing. Typically they always have it on the card at least ever since its existence in like 2014, 2013, whenever it was that it came out. They've done it on WrestleMania Sunday, but the fact that they kept it off the card just felt right to me. I mean, it keeps every match on the card more meaningful, not just like a random match just to get everybody a little bit of airtime. So I just kind of had that written down that I felt like this was, you know, the right thing to do, having it take place on the night before WrestleMania. But, I mean... You don't really have to go through every single elimination here. It was pretty entertaining. If you like this type of stuff, I'm a huge fan of Battle Royals, Royal Rumbles, all that type of stuff. So I could always, you know, get pretty interested whenever one of these matches comes on. But Madcap does win and uh, cuts a little bit of a promo afterwards, you know, kind of talking about how Andre the Giant was, you know, one of his heroes growing up and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. What did you think about this uh, Battle Royal? Well, I mean, at the beginning of this, man, I was I, I was already on the Madcap train, so it was good to see him like follow through and get the win and everything like that. But the thing that kind of I like stood out to me was like that little like I, I don't know what you'd call it, but feud between Commander Z and Shanky. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think that's like good right there. You know, if you put them two in a match right there, like. Let them guys beat each other up. You know, that's yeah. two, I don't know, quality big men. Even like Omos, I guess you could say. Yeah. They'll hit throw him in They're there. They're cut from know? the same cloth. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that I, that's pretty interesting to me. But, um, I don't know. Other than that, man, yeah, just a good round of applause for Madcap. Let me say that. Man, I'm just going to say, Shanky needs to hit the curls up or, like, the bench press, something like that. Because for as big as he is... His arms, I mean, it's like they're noticeably small, you yeah. know, just from his frame. And that's just something that I noticed. I mean, if you are, you know, a professional athlete and you're on TV every week, I mean, I would be taking all the supplements you possibly can, you know, all the workout, protein, all that good stuff. But just, you know, normal curls, just yeah. with, a, you know, an easy bar or whatever you want to do. That's just normal things to get your biceps popping. But anyway, that's kind of just one thing I noticed there with a uh, shanky because i agree you know seeing that face off two dudes who are like seven foot tall if these two dudes were like actually established and credible it would mean mm-hmm. something but right now because they're kind of like dollar general versions of big <laughs> man it was like a battle of like rc cola versus dr pib you know like instead gotcha. of like dr pepper versus you know coca-cola or something like that but mm-hmm. either way totally see what you're getting at definitely uh maybe they can go or trend in the same direction as omos who actually has a match on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, that was kind of a shocker right there. But let's continue on here to another match, the Triple Threat 
for the Intercontinental Championship between Los Lotharios, which is Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, versus Ricochet. And they did the typical kiss cam thing. Now, I don't recognize the face this time. Seriously, her name is Ashley Dambois or Dambois, something like that. Spelled like D apostrophe or something like that. I think it's apostrophe. A-M-B-O-I-S-E. So, I mean, I'm not really sure. I know she was in AEW. Um, and I could be completely wrong. If I get this, you know, if, if it wasn't her, then, you know, maybe someone can call me out. Someone likely will on Twitter and call me a stooge or something. But it's all good. Uh, that's just kind of what I thought when I saw her. Definitely recognized her. I'm a big fan of her. So it's kind of, I'm pretty confident that's who it was. But anyways, gotcha. Gotcha. this was a great match, dude. Great storytelling. Like it, kind of the way it started where it was just clear two-on-one advantage. Mm-hmm. They were taking it out on him. It eventually got to the point to where Ricochet was kind of fighting back a little bit, kind of showing a little bit of life, but the numbers were kind of still just playing into his disadvantage. And then eventually you've seen Humberto and Angel Garza kind of start to, you know, each try to get the win there. And then maybe one time try to pin each other. Excuse me. And they're kind of just, you know, heads start to clash a little bit. And then eventually Ricochet does, you know, overcome the two-on-one disadvantage and, you know, gets the win with that 630 splash or whatever it is. And then the recoil that yeah. he hit on Angel Garza. I mean, smooth. Ricochet went all out on this match. I will say he went balls to the wall. He showcased why he is the most athletic in all of WWE. Right now, I feel, I feel like it's Ricochet number one and um, Montez Ford number two. I feel like those are the two right there. But I think Ricochet, the way he can, like, torque his body in midair and mm-hmm. kind of pause and just like float in midair and wait for something to happen and then deliver one of those insecurity kicks. He's just so damn good. So definitely wanted to give this match uh, the credit that it deserved. Oh, yeah, man. This definitely was a very energetic match. Uh, the thing that kind of started was the Samantha Irving whenever she was in the match and everything like that. Man, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I did show you that I had got the little – like like from her on Twitter. Yeah, she liked your tweet. Like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, she definitely gave uh, Ricochet that pep talk that I had, oh, yeah. you know, mentioned to her. Yeah. So yeah, round of applause for that. Shout out to Ricochet. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that was one thing that kind of like stood out to me from just like the beginning, you know, her being in the middle of the ring, you know. So yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, I think it was good. The friction, you know, that was kind of another thing that was kind of like okay, because I. I I kind of like say like I saw it last week whenever like this had like all came about and everything. So I was like, okay, yeah, I want to see some headbutting and you know just in my mind and everything like that. And sure enough, it came about, and I'm cool with it. All for it. Yeah, I mean, definitely shout out to Ricochet though for finally getting back on the winning side. You know, mm-hmm. losing twice last week on SmackDown, losing Monday night on Raw to Austin Theory, and a clean win or a clean loss. I guess I should say it's. Definitely uh, feels nice to see the Intercontinental Champion start to win again. And, oh, yeah, the Intercontinental Championship isn't on the line at WrestleMania. I know it was just defended tonight in a triple threat match, a hell of a match. But it's the Intercontinental Championship, for Christ's sake. Like, why is it not on the card? It just doesn't really make a lot of sense. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's pretty crazy to me that you have a two-night WrestleMania event with 14 matches. (laughs) With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seven on each freaking night in the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship both somehow find their way off the card. But, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. It's just, it's legitimately like, it's puzzling to me. Like, I don't understand, like, the logic. Did, did you, was this intentionally done? Did you just get this close to the card and realize, holy crap, we don't really have, like, you know, a storyline built up for either one of these belts to make it WrestleMania worthy? Yeah. We're going to need matches to kind of, you know, put butts in seats for the WrestleMania SmackDown, like they like, they like to call it, and WrestleMania Raw. Or whatever, so they're gonna kind of just give us those matches there. But it's just you know kind of interesting to me, I guess. Uh, just the decision making, I guess. I was gonna say, man, I I can't really go like on the negative about this because, I mean, from what we've had with the Shinsuke, you know, title and everything like that run, that was just horrible, you know. Mm-hmm. So this for it to have like some type of like story now. Like I'm for it. I, yeah, I kind of understand like not being in the WrestleMania, yeah. but like you at said, least it's being defended. Yeah, yeah, the story has to build, and I think they're doing pretty. I, I think they're smack on with what they're going right now. You know, kind of just takes a team apart and kind of puts like I guess you could say two com- uh, good competitors in singles. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But speaking of two competitors, or I guess two singles competitors who are in a tag team, we can move on to Sasha and Naomi versus Zelina and Carmella. This one really wasn't anything too special. I mean, Carmella kind of comes out strong. We do have Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley kind of hanging out on ringside, just kind of watching Natalia and Shayna Baszler as well, just to kind of get you ready for this fatal four-way match that's going to be happening probably on one of the kickoff shows, if I'm not mistaken. But I mean, I guess we'll see what they end up deciding. But Naomi does win this match for her team with a split leg moonsault on Zelina Vega. Anything you took away from this one? Uh, not too much, man. I mean, it's not, I mean, I get it. You know, they're kind of just throwing them in there. You know, giving them a little build and everything like that. But I, I don't. I really didn't take too much from this one. Like, I guess you could say, just make Sasha and Naomi look a little bit stronger coming forward. But other than that, nothing for me. Yeah, we'll see if they have what it takes. To capture those belts, we'll talk about that once we get to our predictions portion of this episode. But quickly moving on here to another thing that happened. It was Caleb Braxton's interview with Ronda Rousey. She was showing like training with Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. in like a you know, a personal at home gym or whatever, having a ring set up. It was just one of those things like Caleb Braxton basically said that she expected Ronda to be more angry given like what's happened to her over the past couple of weeks with Charlotte Flair and she just basically got like th- you you know, like, I'm not as on the same side as you are as far as, like, not liking everything that Ronda Rousey does or just yeah. basically just being an anti-Ronda Rousey. Right. So I typically like to, you know, give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and give her a chance at least. But, dude, like, it's just getting old, like, the whole, like, mom talk, you know, like, the whole, mm. like, I'm going to do all this and I'm going to go back to do this with my daughter. I'm going to show my daughter that I could beat Charlotte's ass or all this stuff, you know? So it's kind of just like, like we understand, but keep in mind, we saw Lacey Evans do this exact same thing. I know you're not too familiar with Lacey Evans, but eventually you'll be reminded. She'll come back at some point. She's done this, this whole thing. She fights for her daughter. She wants to show her daughter that women can do all the things that men can do all this stuff. We've, we've Mm. seen it. It's not the first time. It's not going to be the last time, but basically Ronda Rousey doesn't need that is basically what I'm trying to say. And, it's just like it's to the point to where like when you see her on the mic, she's either gonna hit it out of the park, which is very rare, but she will, or it's gonna be a very uh, mediocre type of promo, and that's kind of I mean, you know, it is what it is. She's not necessarily what's keeping this thing interesting. It's Charlotte, and Charlotte's yeah. kind of you know stepping her game up. She even did it tonight. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. Uh, I think coming up, she kind of cuts a little bit of a promo, but. It was hard for me to stay engaged with what Ronda Rousey was saying. Just, I mean, I feel like she's repeating that. She's saying the same things over and over again, but just wording it differently, you know? So I'm kind of, I'm ready for this match to happen. And luckily, given, I mean, it's 11.08 right now, central time where we are, it'll already be over 24 hours from mm-hmm. now. So we'll, we will have a new, or I don't want to, you know, tip my hand a little bit. I guess we'll figure <laughs> out who will win that match a little bit later. Man, this one is like like you were saying, just like uh, not too much for me, just because like I'm not the 
Ronda Rousey or Charlotte fan, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of just the. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's what we got, you know. So, I mean, I definitely have to choose my side, I guess you could say. You know, Charlotte, that's who I'm going to run with. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll never go for Ronda. Never. Let me tell yeah, you that. Never. Statement made. But, I don't know, just my own opinion. But I just think, I don't know, dude. I mean, she, like you said, she, or I didn't say like you said, but she's polished on the mic, man. So, I mean, her build for all this stuff is just that it, that's what's making it, you know. Yeah. So I, that that's what's got me interested in any part of this. But I mean, yeah, just ready for this one to kind of slide out the way, I guess you could say. Yeah, Charlotte's definitely carrying this one. You could just mm-hmm. you could tell on on her mic work, all that stuff. I mean, given I mean Ronda Rousey's been out of the business for like over a year, maybe mm-hmm. two years. You know, it's been a while since she's been back in the WWE and just immediately being thrown into winning the Royal Rumble and being in this main event picture, you know, co-main event, however you want to look at it, winning the Royal Rumble in the, you know, the program with Charlotte Flair, who's the top woman in the company. So definitely uh, not the easiest place to get thrown into, I guess you could say, just for somebody that was at home sitting on the couch playing mom Mm -hmm. to have to go be number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But go ahead. I was gonna say you figure you know like being like her the caliber of like superstar that she is you know that she'd be more comfortable and everything like that but yeah you can definitely see like the like hesitantness and and everything like that and I guess you could say like the practice and like you you're, you're seeing that she's having to do this I mean I'm pretty sure everybody does it as well but like hers is more like mainstream you know like they're giving it to us we have to see this so. I guess, I mean, you give her her ones, you know, I wouldn't say her twos, but she definitely gets her ones. But keeping things in this same program, I guess we should say, Charlotte Flair does come out, and she says that Ronda Rousey is basically bluffing by acting like her anger is under control, and in reality, she's actually flustered about facing Charlotte, and then Charlotte starts to list off things that are quote-unquote cool. She basically like references her winning and all that stuff, and then she says that at WrestleMania she's gonna take Ronda Rousey to school and show her what cool really means. I mean, this was more of the like Charlotte's done a good job in this program. I will say, well, oh, yeah. she usually sure. doesn't miss, but this this uh, promo that she cut tonight really didn't do it for me. I'm gonna be honest; it felt a little bit like high school girlish. You know, like, I'm going to take you to school and show you what cool really means. Like, come on, this is a go-home show, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you were just freaking beating the hell out of her on a car, freaking spreading her mouth apart and all that stuff, putting her through a table or the announce table, I guess, and you come and then you kind of just take it down a couple notches. That's kind of that. That was just a little bit weird for me, I guess, just the process of it. Do you agree? Do you feel like this Did you feel like this was maybe a good promo buyer? Oh, I mean, the only thing that I kind of say was, like, good was just the video package. Yeah, I mean, the video that, package. That, that, that was freaking, yeah. you know, like, top-notch, I guess you could say. I wouldn't say it trumped the next one. But, yeah, then that was pretty good, you know. But, I mean, of course, I was still engaged with her, like, speaking and everything like that. But, yeah, it, it, it wasn't too much for me. Yeah. Well, I guess we can go ahead and move on then to something that I know we are both a little bit more interested in, and that is mm-hmm. Austin Theory sneaks up. Whenever Rig Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura were making their entrance, Pat McAfee was doing his thing, you know, standing up on the table, doing his little dance, all that good stuff. And Austin Theory sneaks up behind him and then sweeps his feet, causing him to, you know, basically bust ass and land on that table. The monitors weren't moved. He landed on everything. Embarrassing, I I would assume. So Pat McAfee obviously chases him, kind of like what he's done in weeks past, all the way back to Vince McMahon's office where Austin Theory decides to hide. And Pat seems to be walking away, you know, kind of like he's going to let Austin Theory get away with it, kind of just say, I'll take care of you on Sunday. But it looks like he decides to change his mind because he turns around, kicks that door right open, and out comes a very pissed off Vince McMahon. He gets in Pat's face, basically says, who the hell do you think you are? Uh, Do you want me to fire you? Do you want me to take away your WrestleMania match? Basically, go do your job. Mm -hmm. Get the hell out of here. Pat does just that. Now, I will say, just really quickly, I mean, it's good stuff. You like to see Vince McMahon get involved to a certain extent. But anybody who watches wrestling, anybody who's even somewhat familiar with what the gorilla room is or gorilla position, whatever you want to call it, basically backstage right before you come out, 
Vince McMahon isn't in his locker room. He, he's not doing all that stuff whenever SmackDown's going on. He's literally in gorilla room or gorilla position with a headset on, talking to Michael Cole, talking to Pat McAfee, controlling everything pretty much. Like nothing goes on air without Vince McMahon basically either hearing it or okaying it or basically giving it the green light. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So he's not going to be in his locker room, just sitting there waiting to, you know, hold Austin Theory's head on his shoulder and all that stuff whenever he's running for Pat McAfee. So that right there kind of just told him, like, I mean, not everybody's going to get that. This, it might be a little bit nitpicky, but it's just something that kind of immediately I was like, wait, SmackDown's going on. Mr. Man's not going to be in his freaking locker room right now. But what would you think about this? I mean, the, the initial attack from Austin Theory and then ultimately Vince McMahon threatening Pat that, I mean, he may, you know, tell him well, to kick rocks. Well, I mean, it, it was definitely a, a surprise, man. I definitely wasn't ready for this and everything. But, man, it's great. You know, I'm I'm all for it and everything. So, I mean, the road that they're on with this, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're here. They then brought us to, like, a, almost a finish line. So let's go ahead, finish this out strong, and hopefully something, you know, good comes about this, Pat. Yeah. <clears throat> And I'm looking forward to talking about this match a little bit more once we're doing our official predictions. But we kind of, it's not over between these guys. For sure. At least tonight on the episode of SmackDown, we'll kind of talk about that. Because up next, we get a one-on-one match. Rick Boogs versus Jimmy Uso. That's one thing I was telling Caleb as the match was going on. uh, Boogs doesn't lose. That's what I was saying. Like, I do not expect him to lose this match at all. I expect him to win. And uh, if the match would have ended... I feel like that would have happened, but <clears throat> excuse me, the, the beginning of this match was basically just like background music, essentially, for the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory's debacle, all that stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Cole, they weren't even talking about the match. They were just basically saying, calm down, you're going to get him in two days. You can, you know, you can handle it. The impact's like, well, who am I if I just let this dude continue to punk me and all that stuff? And he's like, well, you're going to be somebody who beats him at WrestleMania, all that stuff. I mean, shout out to Michael Cole for there being the voice of reason. During all this, but uh, Austin Theory does come back out during this match, and he actually grabs a drink from a fan and then throws it on Pat McAfee and then tries to just, you know, walk away, thinking he got the upper hand. And then Finn Balor comes out, having Pat McAfee's back, attacks Austin Theory from behind, throws him in the ring, go to commercial break. We come back. It's officially a six-man tag match with the Usos and Austin Theory versus Rick Boog, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Finn Balor. And pretty much, I mean, the whole time, Pat and... Austin are like talking crap to each other. Pat's mm-hmm. not even sitting down. He's really engaged. You can tell he's, you know, super tense and all that stuff. And after verbally going back and forth for the entire match with Pat McAfee, Austin Theory hits the ATL on Finn Balor and gets the win. And uh, they nearly get into it again. Him and Pat McAfee, they kind of, you know, get face to face and swole Michael Cole steps in the way and puts a stop to all that. Yeah, man, this one was freaking. Definitely change of direction real quick and everything. You know, just everything that was being involved, you know, the Pat Austin Theory thing, with especially with the uh, 
match going on. But only thing, why'd they have to pair Austin Theory with the Usos? You know, that's kind of... Heels. No, I mean, I understand yeah. that, you know, but... Gosh, but yeah, for dang, you, I'll, like, cause yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't ready for all that, but yeah, gosh, just, dang. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it, it was good, man. I, I kind of feel. So you were rooting for the Usos, probably just in that situation, but you don't want to be, you know, yeah, associated it, with Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say like, oh, yeah, I've ever ever go for the guy, ever, you know. I mean, he's up and coming and stuff like that. But I mean, just given the circumstance with what we got going on right now. Yeah, he's at the bottom of the list, but yeah, <laughs> definitely understand that. But all right, let's go ahead and talk about it. The main event, the last thing here, and it's not anything you know too special, I guess. I mean, two nights in a row, they're going to close the show with a with a talk show, supposedly, because tonight SmackDown they closed it with Happy Talk. First night of WrestleMania, they're closing it with the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So. We'll see if that one ends up being an actual talk show or if it's, you know, it ends up being a little bit of a brawl, a little bit of a match, something like that. But either way, I mean, just kind of just let my notice here as I was looking at it, like, dang, two nights out of the three that we're going to get. Well, four, technically, because Monday Night Raw, mm. man, that's that's badass, is it not? I mean, we're getting yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, you're getting your fix. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, gets my uh, my tail wagging if I was a dog for sure. But anyways. We get happy talk with Madcap Moss, who is the new Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Champion for the 2022 WrestleMania 38, however you want to look at it. Madcap Moss, he got it done this year. But uh, Corbin brags about his WrestleMania accomplishments. He kind of you know rubbing it in about how he's won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal before in his career. And he also retired Kurt Angle. But this mm. takes a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a dark twist. And... If you're a Drew McIntyre fan like I am, I mean, for, I mean, for God's sakes, Drew McIntyre is the open of this podcast, you know, if it, with the intro. Drew McIntyre is the only wrestler that I know of that has literally said the name of every host here on this show, you know. So, I mean, definitely uh, he's got a little bit of a, an army behind him with the WWE podcast. Gotcha. So Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin, whatever. Taking this shot, you know, this this joke, if, you know, with air quotes, whatever you want to look at it, him saying, what do Drew, or what does Drew McIntyre's sword and his mom have in common? And he has a little bit of a pause and he says, Drew McIntyre lost them both. Now, if you know, if you're familiar with this, Drew McIntyre obviously lost his mother to cancer and he named that sword after her. It's why he calls it Angela. And it's basically just been a part of his character. Like, if you look up here on my shelf back there, I have a Drew McIntyre figure where he's holding his sword. So it's basically, it's a part of his thing. It's part of his shtick. It's what he does. And uh, for Corbin to take it to that level the night before WrestleMania, and I know, obviously, he got the okay from Drew McIntyre to say it, but it's just like, to say it on national television, that's one of the things, like, you're basically saying, like, I'm totally cool with pissing off some people to the extent where they never cheer for me because some people take that stuff very serious. And even though it is storyline and all that stuff, if you say that type of stuff, you're going to, you know, ruffle some feathers. Oh yeah. I remember whenever Drew McIntyre, obviously, whenever the shoe was on the other foot, whenever Roman Reigns had, uh, you know, just beaten cancer for the second time whenever he was back in WWE and he had a program going with Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre said, you may have beaten leukemia, but you'll never beat me. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of one of the things like, you know, whenever they fl- whenever they flirt with those lines, you know, of like reality and like things that you shouldn't really joke about or shouldn't really poke fun at. Yeah. I mean, at the same, like it's, it's, it's gotta be done right, but man, it could be, you know, a beautiful part of a professional wrestling. That, that might just be, you know, the dark twisted side of me that I'm, <laughs> you know. A fan of that type of stuff, but I mean, that's kind of how it goes off the air. Drew McIntyre comes out pissed off after obviously hearing that. Madcap Moss tries to stop him from coming. He basically just swats him out of the way like a fly, gets in the ring, destroys the table, stabs the ring no. with uh, his sword while the fire comes out and, uh, you know, the show goes off the air. We eventually or immediately go to the Peacock app, and that's when the Hall of Fame ceremony is starting to go on, you know, the signers and all that stuff. But I mean, what do you think about this last segment? Uh, Drew McIntyre crashing the celebration for Madcap winning the Andre the Giant, and then basically Corbin just you know being an a hole. Well, let, let me tell you, Corbin is definitely pushing buttons. You know that's 
you know, like you were saying, any type of mom joke, especially for me, you know, like I've gotten into it with like guys at work or one guy in particular, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, that, that that's that's one thing that's kind of like, uh, like do not cross. Right? Yeah, that one of those lines. So I kind of feel that. I mean, especially like for Drew, you know, he him losing yeah. his mother and stuff like that. That's that's definitely like border, you know, over overline. I guess you could say. So I mean. Yeah, he got what's coming to him. I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah, number number one, Drew McIntyre will, will do anything to make people more interested, and I am. Yeah. I'm more interested now in seeing this than I was yesterday. And yeah. the fact that I'm going to be there, my arm hairs are kind of starting to stick up. <laughs> but and number two, you, uh, I was actually watching The Water Boy the other day, and he's somebody that. Uh, I mean, I dare you to say something about the Water Boys' mom. So I'm going to say. But anyways, <laughs> we can go ahead and get into our predictions for the uh, WrestleMania 38 card. I'm looking forward to it. And you got them pulled up, right? The, the yeah. Night by night. So I guess we'll go ahead and do it chronological order. Let's start with the uh, the Saturday card. Okay. So basically, uh, what, what I'm seeing, I don't know if it's going to be in like chronolo- chronological yeah, the order, order and stuff hasn't like been that. But um, what I'm seeing here is what we got is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda versus Charlotte. I mean, see, here's the thing. I, I don't necessarily know, but I would be. I mean, you don't want to open WrestleMania with a, you know, with a snooze fest. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you and they have yeah, they have enough sure. matches on the card. Where I wouldn't be surprised if this match did open it. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't, like, I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to think about it. If you don't close WrestleMania, you damn near want to open it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of one of the thing. Like, you don't want to just be buried, kind of, you know, there in the middle of the card. You know, you kind of want to. You know, if you're not being in the main event, why not open it? Why not be the first match whenever people are the most invested? They've been waiting a whole year for WrestleMania action. They're as excited as they're going to be. They're as energetic and as awake as they're going to be throughout the entire night. So I wouldn't mind if this match was first. But as far as predictions go, Ronda Rousey all day. It's already been reported that Charlotte Flair is going to take some time off. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. After this, or I guess after this program, because I do believe she's already kind of been booked for WrestleMania backlash. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But, mm. I mean, rumors or you know, whatever. Just that. The rumors. So, who knows what's going to happen. But I just feel like, I mean, Ronda Rousey won the Royal Rumble pretty easily. And yeah. Charlotte's looked like she's, you know, gotten the upper hand through this entire feud. I've said it. It's kind of the, the textbook rule here. The person who gets the upper hand typically does not win the program at the very end. That's the whole point of the story. You want to see somebody you know, overcome that type of stuff, constant failure, constant, you know, getting close, but not quite pushing it over. And Ronda Rousey lost her last WrestleMania match to Becky Lynch. I mean, Charlotte Flair was involved, but she wants to get a win here, and I think she is going to do just that. So I'll be on record saying Ronda Rousey will be the new SmackDown Women's Champ. Okay. I mean, definitely not mad at that, especially given, like, the the little backstory you had gave me and stuff. So, I mean, kind of... You kind of switched me over a little bit, but I'm still gonna stick with Charlotte. I mean, yeah, just just because, yeah. Just I mean, like I said, never go for Ronda. So, stay yeah. true to your game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna just go with Charlotte on this one. All right, what's the next match? All right, so 
next is just gonna follow up. We got the uh, Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. I'll let you go first. Well, on this one, I'm haven't been. Gosh, dang! I'm freaking mad at myself because I haven't been paying attention to Raw that much. So this one, I'm I'm kind of behind on. But we have a contract here on the show. Only one of us can watch Raw at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Becky Lynch, man, I'm I, I'm behind her. I mean. I did see like her hair get cut and everything like that, like the pictures that popped up on internet and everything. I love a hair versus hair match. I know it wasn't a hair versus hair match, but just seeing it reminds you like there's been some hair versus hair moments at WrestleMania. I love that stuff. Right, yeah. But I mean, dude, I mean, how can you not get behind Becky? I mean, she's she's a badass, you know, she does her thing. And I mean, Bianca, I mean, I guess you could say they're back to this. Like SummerSlam feud, you know, popping back up and stuff. So, I mean, it kind of gives back that little, that little feel for what was happening at the time. So, I mean, here we are, all for it. But Becky, who is I'm gonna run with? I mean, think about it, dude. I mean, th- I mean, number one, th- this is a WrestleMania matchup right here. Mm-hmm. The star power. You got the up and comer. You got the person who's on top of their game. I mean, I can kind of think back, looking at it like 2012, LeBron James versus Kevin Durant in the finals. That's kind of yeah. what it is. Somebody who's you know right there on top, and the up and comer who you know, hey, she's gonna be a problem in years to come. Oh yeah, for Bianca sure. Belair, without a doubt. But that's why we're gonna be on different sides again. I'm picking Bianca Belair, but only because date it back, just rewind a little bit here to our podcast that we had with Kanye Twitty, and I said that this is part of a grand scheme. This is part of a big plan that I think for Bianca Belair, where I think that, I mean, last year, keep in mind, who she beat at WrestleMania? Sasha Banks. This year, she's going one-on-one with Becky Lynch. I think she's going to beat her. I think she's going to take the championship from her. We'll see what happens, you know, between now and next year, but I've already said it. I think she is going to be all four, four horsewomen, of NXT or whatever, you know, of the women's revolution, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, and four consecutive WrestleManias. Okay. And this is two of four right here. So it's a big picture type of plan. Mm-hmm. Not really just looking at it like, oh, I think that Bianca Belair is in the perfect position right now to be the Raw Women's Champion or like it's just set up perfectly for her to win this match. I'm looking at it from the standpoint like I'm looking at it from the big picture there's a bigger plan here. And I just think Bianca, I mean, she's on point. Like, Bianca is someone who I think is, it's time. I mean, we'll see what happens. She did cut Becky's hair. So, I mean, and all the baby faces can't win. You know I mean? Right. Not everybody can, can you know, take the championship from their from their opponent. So, we'll see. But I am, um, I'm going to go on record by picking Bianca Belair as well. Okay. I mean, definitely I'm not mad at that. I mean, like you said, she's up and coming. She's, you know, EST, you know, she puts that exclamation mark you know quotations in that for sure oh, yeah. so i'm with that but like becky on my side but yeah we'll, we'll jump to the next one i mean i guess they're trying to get the women's out the way it looks like so it's going to be the four to, uh, fatal four-way they got sasha banks and naomi versus rhea ripley and Liv morgan versus natalia and Shayna baszler versus carmella and queens and lena I'm going Sasha and Naomi. I just think they're the best team out of them. I mean, they elevate each other. They've been in a group before, BAD, Beautiful and Dangerous, whenever it was them two and Tamina about four years ago. I think it was something like that. But okay. uh, these two women are just – I feel like they could elevate the championships better than any of, the, any of those other groups. And if, say, Shayna and Natalia, because I, they don't really – I mean, no, number one, you don't want to see Shayna Baszler on a tag team. But if she is the mm. you know the queen of spades with the queen of hearts, that that has a little bit of a catch to it. You know, I, I can jump onto that, especially if they can. I mean, Natalia being like a submission specialist, a veteran here in the game, Shayna Baszler being an absolute badass. Why isn't this team more of a threat? Hopefully, we can see that going forward. Naomi and Sasha Banks get the win. They stay on SmackDown, and we have. Well, I mean, they're going to go back and forth. We know that, oh, but yeah. but we could have a an immediate feud with Natalia and Shayna Baszler. So that's a little bit of a, you know, forward thinking, a little bit of planning ahead. But just to answer your question, Sasha and Naomi are going to win the belts. Okay. I mean, I, uh, I'd say I agree with that, you know, just on paper, you know, you can't say that these two aren't the best, you know, out of the four or three other groups, I guess you could say. But I mean, if I wanted to go for like the long shot, like dark horse, 
man, I, I'd really want to see Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan li- win out of this, you know. I know Liv kind of seems like she's kind of like not with the like scheme that Rhea has. I mean, just because she's more of like the dark, yeah. you know. But, I mean, she's trying, I guess you could say. You know, you could tell definitely tell that they have like some good energy whenever they're coming out on stage and stuff like that. So, that that's who I'd want to see win out of this one. I have uh, this match as a potential, very I guess I guess dark horse to mm-hmm. blow the doors off. It's not going to be match of the night. I mean, no. you have Edge and AJ Styles going at it later on. I mean, you have so many other good matches who are you know going to burn the house down. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and his opponent likely going to be somebody who is no slouch by any means. But anyways, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and move on to the next one. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's seemed like it's rolling pretty good because we're gonna. Follow that one up with the the Smack, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So we got Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus the Usos. Um, I mean, I've said it. I have had a hunch. I've had a feeling that they're going to drop their belts. And it is tough. It's tough to officially say that because, I mean, they're at a crossroads right now with this whole Bloodline storyline. You have a chance to uh, maybe – Make Roman Reigns stand out even more. What I mean by that is, right now they're looking like their group's unstoppable. They have the tag team championships. They have the head belt. You know, the universal champion. Likely going to be a unified champion, whatever. We'll see what happens. But basically, they have the top dog in the company. So it's it's good to have some credible goons with them who happen to have the tag team champions or championships. So... Are you going to set Roman Reigns up to basically be alone as far as like dang I, you guys lost yours but i'm still building my streak you know that that makes me even more like credible as the fact that like damn like these guys even lost their belts and roman reigns is still going or are you going to continue this you know group dominance are you going to continue to have them hold the championships and make the whole group be unstoppable because the usos i, I would believe it they're i mean as long as they're doing what they're doing they have the chemistry that they have i feel like they're going to be one of the teams that you can always just assume makes sense in the tag team picture or tag team championship picture. And uh, they do, like, they feel right having those belts. I don't know what it is, like, the feeling that I have that they're going to drop them. WWE sometimes does things that, you know, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But, man, I just don't know what it is, dude. Rick Boogs is on fire, and he is, I mean, something about him I feel like is is going to be what gets it done, and I am going to do it. Shinsuke Nakamura, Rick Boogs will win the championships. Okay. I mean, definitely not mad at that, you know, just given the fact, you know, that's a strong team right there. And then Rick Boogs, man, I I would hate to be matched up with them just because, like, the way he'd be, like, bench pressing, you know. You're saying put his hands in places. I was about to say, yeah, it it seems a little bit uncomfortable in the way. So I'm kind of like, okay, I mean, do your thing, you know, maybe punt me a couple times, but gosh, dang, when are you going like seven to like ten times, like holding my, woohoo, Yeah. Bro, that's kind of, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, other than that, uh, man, I, I, I want to see the Usos, you know, hold everything. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with them. Uh, like I said, I think it's just like a hand-in-hand type deal. Whenever, like, I feel like it's going to be like one of those moments, like we know now whenever – I mean, I, I know you got your hunches and stuff like that, but oh yeah, I've been wrong before. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're, you're more seasoned than me, so I mean, you can kind of pick up on like the clues, the little. My record though with predicting, <laughs> like with predicting things, especially on the uh, or my early run here on the show. Yeah. Let's just say I stopped. Uh, I stopped recapping my results for a well, little while. I mean, let's give some uh, credit to creative then. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean they're, they're swerving they're, me. They're, they're swerving me. Yeah, they're doing what they gotta do. So I mean. But then again, I mean, I did throw my guts up before the show, so I am a little, <laughs> you know, spacey right now. But. A little loopy. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, comes down to it, man. I, I still want to see the Usos hold. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next match. Okay. Um, well, the, for for that, it kind of ends all the championship matches, and it goes into something that's just straight inter- interesting, you know, KO show, Stone Cold. I mean, you can't tell me that that's not just going to freaking blow up in the middle of the night, you know. I mean, I kind of wish it would have. I mean, then again, it's not, like I said, th- looking at this list, it's not, 
like how the match is supposed to be set. So, I mean, I could be off, but yeah, I mean, I mean, th- this is just gonna be a pop from the get, and I don't know what's to come from it. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, Kevin Owens does get KO'd, you know, in a way, but Stone Cold Steve Austin coming. That's just the. Uh, I can't even say anything about it. I'm right there with you, honestly. I just, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. I've never seen Stone Cold Steve Austin in person. Literally never have. I've uh, been to a lot. been to over three dozen live events, like you can see on the www.podcast.com website. Just a little bit of a plug there. But, yeah, I've been to a lot. Never seen Stone Cold Steve Austin. So the fact that I might actually get a chance to see him in a damn match. I know it's very unlikely. I'm not even going to try to get my hopes up. Who knows? But I do feel like this is it. You know, this is... If it's not now, it's never. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's going to try it now. It could be the last one. He might not even do a full match. could just be a little bit of a brawl. And if it is just a little bit of a brawl, then I think that we might need to, you know, it's not like we, you know, had high hopes of Stone Cold ever returning to the ring, but officially put those to bed. But, I mean, if Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's going to get the upper hand, whether it's in a match, brawl, talk show, whatever, dance recital, Stone Cold Steve Austin, beer, I mean, beer chugging contest, doesn't matter. I feel like Stone Cold Steve Austin is definitely going to get the upper hand here, obviously. And oh, it's yeah. it's it's crazy that I'm even saying this. Like the fact that I'm actually breaking down a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin, like like <laughs> me saying like Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to get the upper hand here, is crazy in of itself. Like the fact yeah. that we're 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 talking about him on this show, like not in a in a nostalgia episode, mm-hmm. not in a retro throwback. Like we're talking about something that's going to be happening literally less than 24 hours from right now and today when you're listening to this podcast. So, I mean, shout out to you for, you know, hopefully listening to the show before the um, the pay-per-view. But either way, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin all day. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, that's definitely going to be something I look out for. But we'll follow that up. Uh, we got the Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. See, it's tough because, you know, they want to give the Mysterios their, you know, their WrestleMania moment, but – is there them having a match like itself a WrestleMania moment? Kinda. You could consider that. I got to tag with my son at WrestleMania. And uh I don't know what their plans are with Logan Paul, but I mean something tells me that the Miz and Logan Paul are gonna win this match. So I'm picking them. Well, I'm on the other hand here, man. I'm not not too for, uh too much for the Miz and definitely Logan Paul, man. He doesn't yeah. seem like too familiar with what's going on, you know, like uh, raw, he, he took the the little. I, I don't even know what to call it, like little kick to the legs and stuff. Yeah, and he didn't really take that like that, that bump to like uh, get set up for the six one nine too good. So I mean, it's kind of like a w- watching like a real amateur in the ring, you know. So something I'm not too high on. So I'm gonna go with the uh, random Nick on this one. Yeah, and like as crazy as it is to say, like in his unpolished as Logan mm. Paul is in the ring, he still looks more like a wrestler than Dominic does. And that's oh, yeah. the thing that yeah. gets me, dude. Dominic is just like, it's to the point now where I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I give it to you. Like, I, I was talking to you about it, the, the storyline with Eddie Guerrero back mm-hmm. in the day when he was a real little kid. Like, he's been around the block. You know, he's been around for a while in, in the wrestling industry. A lot of people have. That doesn't mean that you're going to be, you know, a future world champion and all that stuff. So I just feel like, I don't really know what it is. I mean, I am not a uh, a Dominic fan. I'll just go ahead and say that. But yeah, I definitely think Logan Paul and the Miz are going to win this. Not a Logan Miz or Logan Paul or Miz fan by any means. You know, they can both piss off in my opinion. But I mean, <laughs> I do feel like they're going to win this match. So okay, we're starting off with a couple of hits and misses here. So I mean, that's that's good, you know. But uh, we'll f- uh, follow up with this next one. We got Seth Rollins and the mystery opponent. Any ideas? For well, I mean, it's hard to to pick a winner when you literally don't know who it is. But I think yeah. it's gonna be Cody. It's gonna be Cody Rhodes, and it'd be weird to uh, it'd be weird to make him lose. You know, coming mm-hmm. back like that, Seth Rollins losing a match like that. I don't feel like it would hurt him by any means. He did have a pretty good rec- WrestleMania record um, for a while there. I think it might have you know taken a little bit of a hit. You know, losing to Kevin Owens and all that stuff, but. Yeah. I do think that um, that Seth Rollins is likely going to lose this match, though, just with whoever they're bringing back. It's likely going to be, you know, to put that person over. Gotcha. See, on this one, I'm kind of just like someone in the stands for this one. I can't really, like you say, I can't really put too much on it. 
And I can't really like, I mean, of course, you know, Cody Rhodes, he got signed and everything like that. So, I mean, that's definitely where like all hands are like pointing for right now, you know? So, I mean, I guess we can go right there, you know, just on the idea of it. But for me, I'd, I'd want to see Seth Rollins win, you know, just because he's been, he's been going down the wrong path. You know, he was definitely like at that high point for a good second, you know, dealing with like the Roman Reigns, you know, and then all the uh, title contentions and stuff. But like I like even with him and Kevin Owens, man, I would have rather saw them in that uh, that triple threat rather than Street Profits. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it kind of just took a twist. But yeah, I mean, for this match, I'd want I'd, I would want to see Seth Rollins win this one. But yeah, we'll jump into that next one. We got the Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. Drew all day. He's gonna kick out of the end of days. It'll be the first person to kick out of it. He's going to beat Happy Corbin, and we might get a gimmick change from Happy Corbin because he hasn't lost yet in, in this gimmick. And I think his luck will officially run out here at WrestleMania with uh, Drew McIntyre. Okay. I mean, I'm going to go with that one too, uh, Drew McIntyre. Just on this episode, dude, he freaking came out in that muscle shirt looking all jacked and stuff like that. I mean, you can't you can't put nothing past this guy, you know? I mean, yeah, you can always lose, but in this situation, no, I don't think he's losing. And then, like you were saying, I think it's going to kind of put, like, a twist on Corbin and Madcap in a way, you know, kind of start something fresh right there. So that's something I'm kind of looking forward to, just given the fact that they've been kind of butting heads on jokes and stuff. So, yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this show up for us. Mike had to tag out for a sec. So definitely hope he gets better so he can enjoy WrestleMania. You know, it's kind of sucking that. It's coming down to this, but we'll jump into this. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Uh, man, this one, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Kofi, you know, and Xavier Woods. Hopefully they can kind of bounce back, bring back that New Day vibe. And, you know, Big E, he's still out, you know, so definitely big shout-outs to him, but the Sheamus and Ridge, you know, I mean, they're they're good and everything, but I kind of just feel as if, you know, Ridge he has some more, more practice to do. You know, get a little bit more familiar with ring stuff. I mean, just just because like the way his performance has been recently, you know, definitely putting like injuries on people and stuff. But yeah, I mean, not too high on them. So yeah, we'll definitely go with the uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods winning that one. And then that's gonna go ahead and take us into the. Sunday night. So, I mean, it's definitely going to start off pretty good. What I'm seeing here is that it's going to start off with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And, of course, we all know where I stand on this. Roman Reigns, I mean, he definitely has to he has to back himself up. I mean, because all this running and stuff that he's been doing, I have been for it. So, yeah, I mean, whenever the Sunday night comes, I mean, this is definitely going to pop. So, Sunday night, beginning of the show, this is something that I'm going to be looking forward to. And, yeah, definitely want to see Roman Reigns keep holding that title. Definitely see how this goes with, like, the unification and stuff. But, I mean, with the, I mean, coming to an end, I guess you could say, I wouldn't mind, like, the story is still to carry on in just a, a little form, you know, not not too long, not way way down the road and stuff like that, but. Just a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, when it comes down to this, Roman Reigns is going to hold that title. <clears throat> and what what I'm seeing here, the next one, we're going to jump into the Anything Goes match between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. And like I said before, I mean, plenty of times, this, this is interesting, you know. I mean, it's made its way to social media. It keeps us involved and stuff. And... Like I said, not too much higher on Sami Zayn. I mean, but he, he, of course, this is what he does. This is his profession, you know. Of course, Johnny Knoxville, he's going to come take a beating. So definitely kind of interested in what's going on in or going to happen in all this. But in the long run, I am going to choose Johnny Knoxville to take this win. Uh, I mean, I know it's going to put, I think, put a little damper on Sami, but I don't know, Johnny, he he definitely has to pull this one out just to put Sammy in his place, I guess you could say. But yeah, we'll jump into the next one. We got a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. You know, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. 
And this one, I mean, you can't go wrong with RK Bro, you know. I mean, that's definitely a good tag team right there. The Street Profits, they're I don't know, man. I, like I said earlier, I kind of felt as if Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens should have been in this position right here just because I felt like the crowd were just like a little bit more behind them and everything rather than the Street Profits just getting thrown in there. I know they had to win and stuff like that for their opportunity, but it kind of felt like it was just kind of like a like a scoot on the door, you know, like kind of gave it to them and stuff like that. What didn't come like hard you know they just got a good little breeze through it but yeah i definitely would uh want to see rk bro uh you know hold on to this and keep going from there so yeah that's another one for me and it does end right there with the championships you know so that, that that's a good way to start the match i guess so or i wouldn't say championships because they throw the giant knoxville but you know they're the two championships are knocked out already and what I'm seeing next is the AJ Styles versus Edge. And this one right here, man, I can't really say too much on it. I mean, of course, I know Edge as as far as I can remember, I guess you could say. You know, so AJ Styles, he's kind of like the newer one to me. I mean, he's definitely good. I mean, you definitely see what he brings to the table whenever he was, like, tagged with uh, Omos and everything. And, and kind of like when he was splitting, so... Definitely like interested to see like the the this bulldog AJ Styles that Edge is trying to uh, provoke out of him and stuff. So yeah, this this is gonna kind of be interesting, and I'm ready to uh, see this one. But in the long run, I am gonna choose Edge, you know, just to finish this out. You know, just because oh, I don't know, man, I can't go against them. I mean, this is somebody that I've known a very familiar face. So yeah, definitely want to see Edge pull this one off. But yeah, and then the next one I'm seeing, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. And this one was kind of a, I don't know, kind of like a, like, here you go, you know. Like, Omos was over here trying to find a, or somebody didn't match with, and then Bobby Lashley kind of just comes out on Raw. But, I mean, I'm for it, you know. Bobby Lashley, he's very good. Omos, he's kind of just like a, just like one of those big guys that are, Big for nothing, I guess you could say. I mean, I haven't really seen too much from him. A lot of people might disagree with me, but just from what I've seen, he just like a he's like he's just like a big guy that just stands there, doesn't really have too much. I mean, maybe a big choke slam or something like that, but I can't really see like too much going for him. So yeah, definitely see Bobby Lashley winning this one, and that's who I'm gonna roll with. And then the last night or the last match of the night is gonna be. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, and this can't be any better. I mean, not, I don't think there's going to be – I mean, of course, there could be a lot more options that can end this night, but then again, like, <clears throat> this is something that, like, a lot of people are interested in too. I mean, definitely me for sure. So I am going to say or roll with uh, Pat McAfee on this one. I hope he does pull it out and put a good beating on Austin Theory just because uh dude deserves it. I mean, there's – there, 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 there's so, so many things that you can do before, you know, you, you get your uh, butt beat. So, I mean, this one right here, that, like I said, Pat McAfee all the way. And, that, yeah, that's just what I'm going to roll with. But other than that, I mean, I'm ready. I mean, tomorrow's going to be exciting night. Like I said, I hope Mike gets, gets to feeling better because – what I'm seeing right now, man, he's he's kind of going through it. So if everybody gives him a little shout-out and stuff like that, hopefully, like I said, hopefully he gets feeling better so he can enjoy the weekend. And, you know, this is something that you don't want to miss. WrestleMania's coming, you know. I mean, there, there's no way that you could one day away and then this kind of stuff pops up. But, I mean, here we are and trying to push him through and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's good that he kind of took a break, you know, go get some fluids down and stuff. But other than that, I mean, we're here. I mean, we've made it. And I want to appreciate everybody for listening and everything. You know, follow us, Twitter, you know, like Mike was saying earlier at the beginning of the show, uh, Michael Five Ritter on Twitter. And then mine as well, big uh, underscore speaker, you know, B-I-double-G underscore speaker. Follow me. And, yeah, let's connect a little bit. Let's see, like, some opinions and stuff before – 
like WrestleMania happens and kind of just see where everybody's sitting and everything. But yeah, I do want to give a shout out to all the listeners, you know, like I was saying earlier on the SmackDown uh, tier for the Patreon, you know, everybody just, I wouldn't say you have to, but I mean, it, it gives you the benefits of like what's going on. Like Matt, he's, uh, I'm noticing he's starting to put out some videos and I'm pretty sure everybody would be interested in seeing like what he got going for everybody. Because I know he kind of puts in a lot of time. And, I mean, he says it all the time. So, I mean, definitely want to give a shout-out to him for what he got going. And, you know, allowing everybody for to do this. You know, this is this is good. You know, I, mean, I like it. I enjoy it. And I do appreciate everybody that's, you know, allowed me to kind of step my foot in this, I guess you could say. But, yeah, definitely want to give a shout-out to all the Patreons. And if you're not a member and if you're kind of over the ads and everything like that, you know, check out Patreon, you know. Uh, WWE Podcast, we're on there, you know. Like John was saying, subscribe on Patreon if you haven't already. Do all that good stuff. Sorry I had to tap out there in that episode. I wasn't able to finish. I barely have a window right now where I'm feeling good, where I can kind of, you know, get the episode finished and all that good stuff. But, yeah, shout-out to John for finishing strong. They're like a champ. I'm hoping that I don't freaking have, like, food poisoning or something like that. I don't know what the hell is going on, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to go to sleep and, you know, see if maybe I can sleep it off. But stay tuned. If you've uh, listened this far in the episode, then you are, you know, at least, I guess, gifted with this real-time little update here. So I guess you'll get to, you'll be privileged to this whole little storyline going on, and I'll be sure to keep you guys updated. But, hey, we appreciate all the feedback on Twitter. If you're getting at us like that, we appreciate it. You know, people reaching out, saying that they've listened to the show, all that good stuff. Definitely keep it coming. Keep listening to the show if you haven't already. Leave a good five-star rating. We definitely appreciate it, but walk passionately in the direction of your dreams. Enjoy WrestleMania, guys. The best weekend in the entire year. So definitely soak it up. But yeah, have a damn good weekend, guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time